Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports. Hey, what's going on? It's Justin Sarachik, editor of Rapzilla.com, and you are watching MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Spectacular! They don't want me to be killer. They figure I'll never be hot as a killer gorilla. When I'm in the booth of the feeling, you know what the deal is. Now get out your feelings, so this gonna be critical. Cut the umbilical, pooping inside of a mind of a criminal. Meaning I'm moving the silence of criminal. We get king up in the pool of familiar. I'm in the feeling, bro. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports, man. I'm geeked, blessed, overjoyed, elated to be joined today by a writer for Ball Blast on um, Fantasy Football, co-host of FF Confidential, um, the one, the only, the legendary Troy King, man. Yo, welcome to the show, brother. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing excellent, bro. I have one. Thank you so much again for inviting me on, man. I'm just excited to be here, you know, chop it up with you. Yo, so um, today we have, um, you know, what we're trying to do today is just a uh, public service, basically. We want to help some people wrap up this fantasy football championship. That's kind of where we are right now, right? We just want to help some people wrap some stuff up. Um, before we get into that, let's do a little bit of a review, right? Let's talk about the people who have surprised you up until this point, man. So who has surprised you up until this point with their production? I'll say the most recent guy that I've I've been on, I've been talking about for a few weeks. I didn't expect him to do this well. It's Eric Ebron. Now, Eric Ebron, you know what? He, so I actually was researching a stat, right? So from week one to five, he was tight in 22. Mm. Now he's tight in six. So he's been balling out mm. for the back half of the season. And the past two weeks, he's gotten 11 targets. So he's so much more heavily involved in the offense. Unfortunately, he's Eric Ebron, so he keeps dropping balls. So that's frustrating. <laughs> so, but overall, man, he's been, you know what? He's in a great offense. You know, obviously there's other, you know, there's Deontay Johnson, there's Juju, there's Claypool, there's other factors. For some reason, he's still getting targets. And tight ends are hard to come by. You know, we know it's a struggle. Unless you have one in the top tight ends, you normally stream it. So for me, I picked him up <laughs> off waivers. I saw his schedule. And also, he has a really good schedule, man. He has a soft schedule into the playoffs. So, man, I'm he's really surprised me, man. I'm excited about him. I like Eric Ebron. Um, I, I do get concerned, a little worried, because he do ha- he, he kind of can lose, you know, trust from his quarterbacks every now and again, right? But, I mean, you can't doubt that athleticism, man. It's, it's, it's amazing. Okay, so coming into the season, I know a lot of fantasy football experts coming into the season, it was a little bit, you know, harder, right? Um, because you didn't have that preseason to look at players, see how they would gel in their offense. You missed out on some news. But, you know, we still had some thoughts about who would come in the season doing their thing. Um, based on what you saw so far, who were you high on and they disappointed you this season? Uh I hate saying this. It's Hollywood Brown, man. And you know, we get, and I keep making a joke, man. He he don't deserve the name Hollywood this season. Man. You know, <laughs> during the off season, right? You know, there was all these hype about him. You know, he gained weight. And you know, the surprising part is that he stayed healthy. Last year, he was dealing with injury. He couldn't stay healthy. This season, he's been healthy. He's just sucked. And it's not all his fault, though. <laughs> The whole Ravens offense hasn't been good. Unfortunately, Lamar has been off sync. And then, especially earlier in the season, there are so many times where they were just missed opportunity. Like, there are so many long plays that Hollywood had, you know, had the opportunity to cash in on for whatever reason. 
there's an overthrown ball or it's off target or whatever the case may be. It was just extremely frustrating. And also, you know, his targets just kept going down and down, his snap share. And just those receiver that he is, he's a small guy. And Lamar loves throwing to Mark Andrews because he's a big body target, especially in the red zone. Hollywood never gets really any looks in the red zone. For him to cash in, it has to be a long ball play. His, you know, his A dot is so long and down the field. And right now he's wide receiver 48. I did not expect him to be wide receiver 48 at this point in the season. Again, I thought in drafts I was getting a, you know, a potentially high end wide receiver two late in drafts, but it just hasn't worked out, man. I'm a little disappointed. Man, I'm with you. I thought of, I thought of beefed up pitchers too. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, yeah. with a little weight on him, he about to come in here and wreck shop, right? Exactly. And I saw him training with his cousin, right? Like Antonio Brown, I saw him with Antonio Brown. I thought that might be a thing. I was like, yo, if he about to get on that level, we gonna catch you know that early. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I picked him up in the dynasty league, and I've been seriously thinking about cutting him. But I in dynasty, ooh. You can't cut him in Dynasty. You got to hold on to him. Ah. Oh, okay. And redraft, redraft, you don't need him on your roster. But for Dynasty, man, because you know what? It's possible he could bounce back next year. You know, receivers have off years, man. But you definitely don't want to cut him on, in Dynasty just yet. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm going to hold on and see if that's going to pan out for me, man. All right. So, look, we're heading into the playoff type championship run. How many championship runs you in right now? I'm in, let me see. I think I'm in about four, five. Wow. I'm in about 10 leagues, so in half of them. I'm in the playoff run or like one of the top seeds, so I'm excited about that. Okay, okay. All right, so going down the stretch, some people have defenses that they rely on that they love, right? Like if you got Baltimore, maybe you good. You know what I mean? Like if you got the Saints defense, maybe you all right. You feel them? Based on the schedule, maybe you good, right? Um, but if you're in like, you know what? I don't know what to do. I'm streaming. Every week I'm looking for matchups, right? I'm streaming. If you have a streaming plan, can you help us to devise like a streaming plan for the latter half of the season uh, with defenses? Like which defense would be a part of that streaming plan? If we're looking at like week 14, week 15, week 16. Sure. So I would say the two defenses that I looked at, right, that are most likely going to be available. I mean, the ownership might be a little different depending on which platform you use, but the two I'm looking at are, I'll start off with Kansas City, right? So people forget how good of a defense they are. And they they are widely available in a lot of different platforms. So week 14, they're going against Miami. And I'm a huge Dolphins fan. But, you know, with Tua starting, you know, he's still a rookie. He's still making mistakes. And it's more so he doesn't throw many interceptions, but, you know, he could get sacked. Like, yeah. for me, Case, it's going to be kind of a shootout, but at the same time, I feel like they're good enough to take advantage. Week 15, though, is a little wonky. You know, New Orleans, that not, might not be that great of a matchup. But at the same time, there's still a solid enough defense where they can get some points. And then Atlanta. So Atlanta, yeah. Matt Ryan, you know, he's – we don't know which Matt Ryan you're going to get. So <laughs> I believe that the offensive line still isn't that great. So I, he can still turn the ball over. You can still get, you know, sacks. So I believe that they're a decent defense to try to target. Cause again, there's slim pickings now in terms of available defenses, as well as Back. Arizona. Mm. Arizona is actually an underrated defense and they have a pretty favorable schedule. So they got New York giants week 14 with Colt McCoy. I don't need to say anything else. <laughs> we already know. <laughs> Philly. 
So they just announced that Jalen Hurts is going to be the starter. Mm. Man, like, look, a rookie, again, that whole Eagles team is a mess. That O-line isn't good. You, you know, the, you're going to get some sacks, turnovers, whatever the case may be in that matchup. Mm. And last, you know, in week 16, San Francisco. Now, they're okay. You know, Mick Mullins, however, he's still prone to mistakes. I'm not scared of Nick Mullins. So, you know what? I believe that they're a solid streaming defense that you can pick up. They're widely available. And hopefully, not too many people in my leagues are listening right now because those who I'm targeting, they give them a strategy. So. <laughs> Yo, man, look, honestly, um, I try to tell people I'm good at fantasy football. And I am, right? I, I don't pull out one of my trophies for you. But I'm good at fantasy <laughs> football <laughs> because I listen to the experts. You know what I mean? A lot of people are too prideful to listen to the experts. They don't want to go to the experts for this type of help. But you know what? I'm trying to push past their pride and get them this information that they need, man, because they're going to be mad at me when I pull up these defenses. You know what I mean? They're going to be upset. <laughs> yes, they're going to be like, how'd you mm-hmm. know? I'll be like, hey, man, you could have been listening. <laughs> Yo, so let's talk about um, the stretch run a little bit more. We're going to target some people on the waiver wire, right? Like, who are some players that are, like, on waiver wires now? Like, maybe they're available in some leagues, right? But they can really help you down the stretch. Sure. So, I'll start off with actually Cam Akers. So, he seemed a little bit banged mm. up last game. I think that he has on his shoulder, so you got to monitor his practice status. But I looked at Yahoo. He's only rostered in 53% of Yahoo leagues, which means that pretty much in half the leagues, he's available. So that's a good percentage, especially going to playoffs. You know what I mean? So we already saw he's been he's been getting more opportunity. He's played more snaps. Last week, uh, Henderson was hurt a little bit. He came back. He had a good run. But at the same time, you could see the slow transition to it's being Cam Akers' offense. Mm. So I believe that he's a solid wide. And again, running backs are also hard to come by late down the stretch. You don't get many starting running backs, you know, this late in the game. So I would keep my eye on Cam Akers and as well as Kiki QT. Now Kiki. we know that, yeah, Kiki QT, Will Fuller, he's suspended for the remainder of the season. They aren't Kelly Stills anymore. Their wide receiver core is slim pickings. Last week, he had eight receptions on nine targets for 141 yards. Mm-hmm. What that means to me is that Watson's looking for him. And Again, you're not going to find too many receivers that are getting that volume and could have those blow-up games right now. So it's really only hit Kiki QT and Brandon Cooks. So obviously Brandon Cooks is too available. Kiki QT, I'm trying to pick him up everywhere that I can. He's a great flex (laughs) option. But again, you're you're seeing those targets. And again, when we look at this, right now it's playoffs. You're looking for people who have opportunity. Nine targets to me, that screams out between 141 yards. Again, like that, that gonna, that's going to stand out to me. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, like I see you. You're at the top of the list now. So those are the two guys that I'm trying to look at. Okay, let me ask you a question. You in that flex spot, at this point, do you trust Kiki enough to start him over a Hollywood? Oh, 100%. Whoa. 100%. I'm definitely okay. going to play him over Hollywood. You know why? Because – to me, Hollywood Brown hasn't shown me enough to mm. – he's been on my bench, you know, or I've dropped him in some leagues because, you know what, he's he had one – last week he had a good game because it was the third-string quarterback and he just <laughs> happened to have that late touchdown. So I'll play I'll play Kiki over Hollywood Brown. I, I say that confidently. And I, it's sad that I have to say it confidently, but you know what, 
there's a lot of guys that would play him over because I'm looking for opportunity. I'm looking for someone who's going to get targets. It's not, it's kind of like you said about, you know, pride aside, like a lot of people are just going to be looking for studs. And sometimes you do want to play your best players, but sometimes we look at name value and we don't really look at what the facts are. Mm. The facts are that you want somebody that's going to be getting targets. It's nice that if, if what they've, what have you done for me lately? That's kind of what I'm saying. Obviously, Kiki QT hasn't had the opportunity to show us for a few weeks what it is, but I'm willing to play that upside for a potential, you know, win. And again, there's not so many. Who else are they? Who else is Deshaun Watson throwing to? There's no one else. Mm-hmm. And if to me, if you're gonna have a blow up game like that, I'll trust them, especially over Hollywood. Definitely. Love it. Okay, so you've been. Um... Bringing up Hollywood brings me to, you know, the next question, right? You said, hey, look, I would start Kiki QT over Hollywood at this point based on the productivity, right? And based on the opportunity and the targets, right? Mm -hmm. Who are some people who managers may be in love with, right? But, you know, down the stretch, (laughs) beware. This hurt my heart, man. I am not (laughs) like this. So I'm going to start off with, I want to start with Miles Sanders. Mm. You know what? Miles Sanders, he is a great running back. But you know what? The Eagles, the Eagles have been trash all season. And the last few weeks, they haven't used him. He's barely gotten any opportunity. And now they have Jalen Hurts. For me, I need to see how Jalen – you know what? They're going against the Saints this week. They're like like the best rushing defense in the league. That's not – you're not going to be confident starting Miles Sanders against one of the best rushing defense, if not the best rushing defense, with a rookie QB. Mm. That just screams not a good opportunity. Then he has Arizona, then he has Dallas. Dallas, obviously, is a good matchup. Arizona, you know, they're in the middle, but especially this week, <laughs> this is like the worst, the worst weeks to have starting off your playoffs. Hopefully you have a bye, but Miles Sanders scares me. Second mm. on my list, DJ Chart. Mm. And... The thing about DJ Chart, right, is that I love him as a player, but we have Mike Glennon throwing him the ball. So for me, QB play is the number one reason why I'm scared of him because do you really want to trust Mike Glennon in the, for your playoffs? Like there's some players and some offenses that can overcome it. I love DJ Chart, but he's not there yet. Like he's not – good enough like he's not like a deandre hopkins where like mm. it doesn't matter who the qb is you're still gonna play him don't matter i don't think dj chark's at that level <laughs> yeah i there are other people that i would play over dj chark and his schedule he has tennessee which is a good matchup then he has baltimore then he has chicago so again you that already told you everything you need to know he has that tough matchups not a good qb that's not a recipe for winning a fancy football championship <laughs> and then Finally, it's Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley was one of my favorite running backs, man. It's it's a shame what's going on with him and his knee. But now, all season, there was a point in time for most of the season where he was a running back one. He was a running back one. and But the problem was with that is that he was getting in the end zone. And then, you know, he kept starting it because he kept finding the end zone. But his other numbers were not impressive. He's barely using the passing game. His snaps is keep getting reduced lower and lower. He's sharing snaps with Brian Hill and Ido Smith. And then 
Also, again, we have, he has that knee issue. Obviously, he's had the arthritic knee going into the season. Now, recently, it's starting to bother them even more. So those are scenarios you don't want to play him. Unfortunately, like, I love Todd Gurley, and he plays the Chargers this upcoming week. Not, they're okay defense. They're not super scary. Tampa Bay, I don't want to play him against Tampa Bay. And Kansas City, they're an underrated defense. So for me, if you're playing Todd Gurley, you're going to play him as a flex, and you're going to hope he falls into the end zone. Otherwise, if he does not fall into the end zone, he's going to hurt your lineup. Mm. You don't have to believe me. All you got to do is look at your numbers. If you take away his touchdowns, or the past two weeks where he's sucked, if he if doesn't score, he's hasn't been good this season. We've gotten lucky starting Todd Gurley, and it hurts, but that's just is what it is. Man, these are facts. The the if you saw me screw up my face or change my emotion, it's because I own all these players. Um, they're on <laughs> they're on my <laughs> on my roster, <laughs> and I don't have a backup plan going into. Hey man, you got hope for the best, man. It could work <laughs> out, but you just gotta you know temper your expectations. I understand completely. Yo. Um, the the thing is, you're absolutely right about Ty Gurley. He used to be the guy you would put in the win you games. Actually, and in fantasy, right? Um, last week he comes in and he basically loses the game for the Falcons, right? By running backwards for yard for yardage, um, yeah. you know, putting him in a bad situation. And if you played him in fantasy, he lost you there too, right? And so, yeah, Gurley, you're absolutely right about Gurley. Chalk has been another one. Chalk forward potential when it was Minshew, right? After that, we just haven't seen the same DJ Chalk. Some injuries, some other issues. You're absolutely right. And Miles Sanders have been sweetly sitting on my bench for a second now because I just can't trust him, and it seems like there's more options. So I absolutely think you're you're right with all these guys. And so those are guys you should be scared of or should be worried about. What's up, Nikki? Welcome to the live. Uh, we're talking fantasy football. Um, we're talking about you know players who you should avoid going into that stretch run. All right, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm sidetrack for a second. We'll get back to this, bro. You on Yahoo Sports? I looked at I'm looking on <laughs> I looked at Twitter and I'm like, yo, are you serious right now? I'm looking at Andy. I see you. I'm like, oh snap, what's going on right now, bro? Like, yo, how did that happen? And how did it feel to be on that platform? Yo, man, what, it felt it felt amazing. So there was this one day, man, because just to kind of give a little backstory, I I started you know fantasy football. Like, I mean, I've been doing fantasy football for years, but in terms of breaking into this industry, I started during COVID, man. Like I just happened to go to Twitter, and y'all can follow me at TK Mode on Twitter, and. I just first I just started following fantasy football community and started networking with people. Then all of a sudden I became a writer and I just kept, you know, chopping up with people, just consistently tweeting and just engaging and just trying to be different, just hustling. And then one day I saw Yahoo Fantasy Sports end up following me. And I was like, oh snap. You know, you saw the chat <laughs> like, oh wow, I don't know why they following me, but you know, they must have seen something. And then I got a DM for like one of their producers and they're like, yo. That was a couple months ago that, hey, would you be in, you know, we're trying to do this. They have this um, show that airs on Sundays, Fantasy Football Live, and they've been doing that for years. And you can, like, watch it, like, in the Yahoo app. And they're like, would you be interested in, you know, coming on the show? I was like, hell yeah. You know, I was trying to be cool, but I'm like, nah, 100%. I'm like, I'll make sure they DM me the right person. And then I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. And then the Tua news happened. And what happened was, so the switch, and, you know, I'm 
am very vocal about being a Dolphins fan. So I don't know if they already, but this was like a maybe like a month ago. So I didn't know when I was going to be on the show, but I think they saw it as a perfect opportunity to mm. have me on the show. So then Andy Barron's like right after like the news broke or around when the news broke, Andy Barron started following me. I was like, oh, snap. Then he uh, messaged me. No, no, no. He didn't mess me. So the producer for Yahoo Sports, he messaged me. He was like, hey, you want to do a show with Andy? What's your email? But I'm like, hell yeah, I want to do a show with Andy Barron's. And then it's like, yeah, we just, and that was about it. And like, I was like a two-day turnaround. Like, man, I don't care. Like, I'll, I'll make the time. I'm on this. <laughs> and I'm on that. Just, yeah, I, I made sure it happened, man. That was just, you know, Andy, he, he's so laid back, man, down to earth. It was such a chill conversation. Like, I already knew he was cool, but then talking to him, just getting to know him, like, super humble guy. It was awesome. It just felt like I was talking to, you know, you or any of my other friends, man. It was chill. And, and then, you know, it got around, and no one, not a lot of people knew I was going to be honest. So when they saw, like, oh, like, you are, yeah, so just kind of like your reaction. And then, recently um well actually what happened was cool just kind of sidetracking so matthew barry actually followed me recently a few weeks ago and then he does this follow friday thing where like on fridays he gives a shout out and this past friday he actually shouted out my me i was one of the two people he shouted out and then you boy, it up. You, my, yeah man it was dope man like my my followers bro he talk about clout like this man i got like 300 followers from just that one shout out. Bro. You out of here, bro. You out of here, bro. Right. That, that was dope, man. And again, I'm not trying to brag on myself. It's more so like it's, it's just blessing. been such a wild, it's been just such a wild ride. I'm just so blessed for anyone giving me an opportunity to, you know, pod with you or to write. And, and, I'm, and again, I'm just super appreciative just of everyone supporting me, man. So it's been awesome. Bro, honestly, man, um, to keep it a buck with you, you're a phenomenal follow, right? Because on Fridays, you'd be dropping uh, the throwback joints, right? Like you played yeah, your DJ bro. on that joint, man. So you're always dropping yeah, those joints. Bro. I like that. Um, and then you say, you know what? I don't just do like old stuff. You know, I got new stuff too. And so you drop some of that stuff too, man. So as a Twitter DJ, like how, do you, how are you picking your selections there, man? I, I really like what you do. How are you picking those? Sure, man. So what I do is, so a lot of my videos I get from um, Throwback King. So his um, at is like throwback underscore mister. And he's been posting music videos for a while. Mm-hmm. Then I started like, I started like posting my own, but I'm like, you know, what? I want to like, I was following him for a while. So I just go to his page and then like, I just scroll through what I think, what I like, because he plays every throwback, like super old ones, like, you know, from <laughs> 80s that like I never heard of. So what I do sometimes, I just go through his Twitter. I'm like, I go through his Twitter, I go through the music videos. I'm like, all right, what do I feel like my fault? Fo- what do I like? And what do I feel like the majority of my followers would be interested in? Because mm-hmm. I want to just play some random throwback that sounds good. I want people to see it. And then one of the reasons I do that is because just like you said, I want to be different. I don't want to just be fancy football because the main things for me, like I do the music thing. I do my, my photoshops, you know, now I'm getting known for just doing goofy photoshops. Yeah. And I just try to just try to hit people with something different. Cause I, I just try to tell people, you know, Twitter is about entertainment. Twitter is about having fun. And I just don't want to be a stat guy. There's a lot of my homies and shout out to them. There's a lot of people who are just like known for stats and that's what they're good at. That's what they're known for me. I can look up stats. I can research. I do that for my articles, but I want to be more than that. I want to be, you know, I want to be some, I want to blow up. I want to, I just want to be me. I want to be me. I want to show it in my tweets, my music, I post and, you know, just my 
goofy Photoshop. It's about just bringing my personality to the table and just having a good time with it. And bro, honestly, you are a great follow. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not even, I'm you. not playing. You're a great follow, man. And you're right. Thanks Sometimes you get bored and bogged down with all the stats, right? It's like, you yeah. know what? If I'm not, and if I'm not on that tip right now, right? And when I see you, I'm going to scroll past if I'm not looking for information right now, right? But I can't scroll exactly. past the old Nelly video just, you know, just randomly popping up. What's this about? Yeah. Like, what's popping? You know what I mean? <laughs> so I like exactly. that. And bro. it brings people to the, it, again, it, it's something different that you're not going to see other people's pages. Like, oh, you go to Charlie, he, he does a different follow. And I like to be different. I want to stand out. I want people to be me. I just want to be some just regular fancy football writer or contributor. I want to be different, so. But, bro, you got that down, hands down. <laughs> You're definitely different. Definitely Thank fun you. to follow. All right. Now, I want to know, I want to give some advice, right? What are some things to do? I'm out there trying to wrap up a fantasy football championship, right? Like, maybe it's my first time in these waters. I ain't never been here. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I got to steady this thing right now. You know what I mean? I'm in first place. I'm going in. I'm in the playoffs. I'm there, right? But what I got to do to wrap this thing up, man? Because I want to taste that glory I've been hearing about. So right now, it's not the time to be soft. It's not the time to be conservative. You got to go for the chip every single mm-hmm. week. So if you don't have a buy, you, you're a competitor, man, you're going to throw your best lineup or highest potential lineup. Again, because there's sometimes you, you set your lineup, right? And then you got your studs, but then you play like a flex, right? You play people as like a floor play. Oh, I want this guy just to get me five or six points. Nah, you don't do that in the playoffs. You go mm. for it. Like, you get your highest upside guy. Granted, like, don't get crazy. Like, you want a guy who's also has the ability to see targets, but you want someone who's going to have the ability to maybe score a long touchdown or, or break off a long play. Like, this, this is big boy time. Like, There's not time to play it safe. <laughs> you want to play the debate? Like, look, I'm gunning for you. I'm getting the chip, so you can't be conservative. As well as, think about the week ahead. So it's like, okay, mm. you made it through this week. What you going to do next week? And mm. a lot of times it's looking at a defense next, you know, for next week. So let's say you, you got like a matchup this week for defense. Sometimes you can roster two defenses. So you can use one for this week and then maybe have one next week because you don't really necessarily need depth right now, okay? Your bench players aren't going to help you score. Right now it's like you're, when, it, when to move on. So you're going to have your best lineup. And what you could do, if you want to be safe, then you can handcuff your players like Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison. He just had a, you know, appendix issue, but people like that, like look at your studs and look at their backers. Let's say you somehow make it next week. And one of your guys gets injured, have their backup on your roster. So mm-hmm. you don't have to scramble to the waiver wire. Or let's say you don't have waiver priority. You spent all your fab. You already got the person on your roster. And you don't have to worry about that. So Think about the week ahead, just going for gold. Don't play it safe. So that's that's the way I look at it. I love it. I love it. It's big boy time. It's big boy time. Exactly. Yo, exactly. I love it, man. All right. So we're about to hop into this game. Um, it, it's trust fall, but I guess this time it's a little bit different because generally I just do it for the week ahead. But we're going to do a little futuristic. We're going to, like, think about week 14, week 15, maybe week 16, yeah. right? So we'll, we'll just kind of go ahead a little bit. And so um, – here we go. We don't have a lot of these, right? But actually, we have enough, right? Here's how the game goes. I'm going to give you the player. I'm going to give you their matchup. I'm going to give you um, some settings, league settings-wise, right? I'm going to tell you if it's a 10-team league or 12-team league or 8-team league, right? Then I'm going to tell you if it's a PPR or non-PPR, all right? Sounds good to me. All right, cool. And here's what you got to tell me. How, how, you know, how much do you trust them? 
green, I trust them enough to start them. No questions asked. I'm in there. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yellow. I don't know. I'm cautious. I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm cautiously pessimistic. I don't, I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Red. No, heck no. Nah. Don't start them. Don't put them in the game at all. Right. Okay. Here we go. You ready? Yes, sir. I'm ready. All right. Here we go. All right, y'all. Look, we're doing a Troy King edition, man, of Trustfall, man. This is what's up. All right, here we go. We got, we're going to start off big. We got Michael Thomas versus at Philly. Taysom Hill. Let's say Taysom Hill's the quarterback, right? I'll give you that scenario. Okay. Let's say Taysom's the okay. quarterback. You're in a 10 team league, PPR. Yellow light, red light, green light. Green light because of what happened last week. Hmm. So, Last week, man, he was balled out because I feel like majority of the game, so he's had three games total with Taysom Hill. And the first game, he looked good. He was getting targeted. Second game, he didn't look so great. Last week, he balled out. Give me a green light. Michael Thomas, I'm, I'm starting with confidence. Love it. Love it. Okay, here we go. You got Zach Ertz. We're going to stay in the same game. You got Zach Ertz, Ooh. right? He's returning. <laughs> you know who the quarterback is now. Right, so mm-hmm. we're we're in Philly. You got what twelve? Is a twelve team league here? PPR. Yellow light, red light, green light. Red light, red light. I'm sorry, Zach Ertz, man. I had confidence going into the season. I thought he was being underrated. He has not looked. He did not look good with Carson. That was his best friend, pretty much. He was getting targeted like crazy. All these other years. He was one of our type tight ends, and he's a shell of himself, man. And now I'm not going to trust him now with Jalen Hurts in my playoffs. Red light. I'd rather stream somebody. <laughs> I'd rather get like a Tanyan or Logan Thomas or someone like that than Zach Ertz. Because, again, I'm looking at what have you done for me lately. Zach Ertz mm. hasn't done anything all season. <laughs> so I'm not going to trust you with most of my important week. No, thank you. No, thank you. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. This time you're in a 16 team league. Slim picking. Oh boy. Okay. In a non PPR situation. Antonio Brown versus Minnesota. Red light, yellow yellow light, light, green light. Yellow light, yellow light. Because Antonio Brown has the ability to pop up for a big play. I haven't seen it though. He hasn't done it yet, which I'm surprised. Like, I thought it was going to be bombs away. With, or he's going to make a big play with Brady. And it hasn't happened. He looked good. Like, he's looked good on the field. Don't get me wrong. He hasn't sucked. But he just hasn't, for whatever reason, had the opportunity to make those big plays I was expecting. However, I would hate it if I benched him and he went off. So I'm going to say we all like. I love it. I love it. Okay. We got one more. Back to the tight end spot, right? We're in a 10-team league here. Somebody's coming back from COVID. It's a PPR league. Mark Andrews versus Cleveland. Red light, yellow light, green light. I got, I got to go. I'll go green light because you know what? I don't know many other tight ends I'm starting over him mm-hmm. because we know that when they get in the red zone, the Ravens haven't looked good. Cleveland's defense is overall better. It's more their D-line, but overall they're decent. But there's not too many tight ends I would start over Mark Andrews. I think he's one of the top tight ends. And I don't want to play games in the playoffs. Like he, I'm, you know, he has COVID and also the type one diabetes that might, I don't know if they're going to be lingering effects because of that. 
I don't want to play doctor. For me, if he's active, he's in my lineup. I'm starting him because, you know what, in the red zone, that's, what the, that's, his, that's his number one target. That's the number one target on the Ravens offense, so I'm playing him with confidence. Okay. All right. Now, here we go. Going, we're going ahead. Week 15 now. All right? So we're in week 15. We kind of moved through this thing. We got Hines versus Houston. 16-team league PPR. What you doing with Hines? Indy running back. What you doing with him? I'm playing him. I'll say I'll say yellow light because okay. I don't want to get – I'll say yellow light because Jonathan Taylor has been coming on, but Hines is still getting the opportunity. 16-team league. You you want to get picky, so I'll say yellow <laughs> light, but I'm not gonna say green light because again, it's a mess. Wilkins, you know Taylor. I don't know who's gonna be the hot hand, but mm. Taylor seems to be emerging, so I'll say yellow light. Okay, okay. Now we got another one. We got Ronald Jones at Atlanta. You're in the ten team league now, non PPR. Red, red light. I'm playing Ronald Jones. I'll say. I'll say. I'll go green light. You know okay. why? Because there, Bruce Arians, even though he's a liar, he's, there's a coach speak about getting Rojo more touches, and he deserved more touches. He looks five far better than Fournette has all season. Every opportunity, he looks great. And again, for whatever reason, unfortunately, you know, sometimes he fumbles the ball and he doesn't see the field again, and that's been hurting him. But And he has stone hands, so he doesn't catch the ball a lot. But as a runner, Rojo has looked great. He's looked great this season. So I'm going to play him. I'm confident in him. I got him some leagues where I'm relying on him. And game script will definitely also play a factor because sometimes they abandon the run. But I believe with Atlanta, it will be a close game. You know, those divisional games, they get, you know, they get close, they get dirty, and they get ugly. So give me Rojo. Love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, still in week 15 now. We got Lev Bell at New Orleans. Game's at 425 p.m. Not that that matters. 16, <laughs> 16 team, non-PPR, right? Sometimes that time comes into factor because you got some other people you may want to, you know, put yeah, in that one o'clock spot, right? right? So we got a 16 team, non-PPR, Lev Bell at New Orleans. I am – I'll probably do red light because if – CH is healthy. If he's healthy and ready to go, obviously there's that get tummy issues or whatever this past Sunday. If CH is there, you just don't know what the volume is. And they're not yeah. – the Chiefs are not a running team. For They want to pass the ball. They want Patrick Mahomes to put the ball in his hands, even on the goal line. They don't even just, like, straight up run the ball. They do all these fancy <laughs> trick plays, whatever. It's cool to watch, but to me it's not efficient. Like, just run the ball in. But they always want to do these cool plays. and You know, every, every play is like a highlight reel. So, for me, if I'm going to play a running back, if CH is healthy, give me CH, Bell. I, I just don't trust him enough. So, nah, he's a red light for me. You know what? If I'm Andy Reid, I'm kind of like, you know what? I, I may have to go to these trick plays because if I run CH, right, if I run Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he probably runs up to the line, and he's too small to break through sometimes. Apparently, we've seen he that. He gets stuffed. He gets, he gets stuffed, stuffed a lot, man. right? <laughs> and then I want to run Lev, but Lev is going to stop, think about it, wait. 
All right, try. Yeah. Right? He's patient. He's a little too patient. <laughs> He's too patient at the goal line. So who am I going to ram it in there? And I probably need – I need something different sometimes because my backs don't seem to be suited for this goal line success. <laughs> all right. Nah, man. I, I, you're right. You're right about all that. I never even – like, in the for, for one, I never even thought about it until just now. I was like, dang, why don't they just run it? I'm like, oh, okay, we got a dancer <laughs> in the backfield. All right. So we're going to scurry ahead. We got three more. We're going to scurry ahead. We headed ahead to week 16 now. For a lot of people, this is the championship, right? Like we in there now. Mm-hmm. Somehow I made it. I got through week 14. Mm-hmm. I got through week 15. Somehow I'm here. And the championship is right in front of me. Now I got to look at these big names and I got to see how, how I'm playing, right? Here we go. Week 16, Kyler Murray. Versus San Francisco. I'm in an eight team league. Well, QB touchdowns count for six points, even when I'm passing them. Red light, yellow even light, though green light. I gotta go green light because I can't bench Kyler Murray. He hasn't <laughs> looked great. The past, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's a shoulder injury or whatever. But he hasn't looked that great the past few weeks. But you know what? I can't bench him. I, I, you just can't because, you know what, you know those big games that he has the ability to put on. And he still runs the ball. Again, there's not many people on the waiver wire you're going to trust over Kyler Murray. Mm. I got to say, it's probably more, is it a greenish-yellow light? <laughs> because if that's an option, <laughs> uh, I'll take it. But I, I can't sit Kyler Murray, so you're going to play him. Look, I feel you there, man. Just, just – um... I'm I'm expecting a lot. I felt like the 18 team league might you know I sway you a little bit, you know what I mean? Because there's options, but okay, cool. You still with that green light? Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. here we go. You mentioned this earlier, but let's put the feet to the fire. You got Miles Sanders at Dallas, a 10 team league, week 16, red light, mm-hmm. yellow light, green light. Yellow, yellow only. <laughs> it's only yellow because it's Dallas and they're terrible. So, and I love Miles Sanders. I I just don't trust the Eagles. <laughs> That's the problem. So I don't trust the Eagles. But it, normally it would be absolutely green light. But in this scenario, just with there's such a mess, I'll say yellow light. Okay, okay. Last one, man. Um, and this brings on a whole different thing, right? Still QB touchdowns, passing touchdowns count for six points, right? When now when a twelve to actually no, when a let's say when a ten team league, when a ten team league here, right? Um but you know, we don't know what the scenario is. I'm I put the caveat on it. You don't know how well this team is doing and what their approach is gonna be going into week sixteen. So the question is you got Big Ben going against Indy. What you doing there? Red light, yellow light, green light. Yellow light because Big Ben, I, because he could, Big Ben has the ability to have big games sometimes. But for me, I sometimes expect big, because every time I expect a huge game for Big Ben, he kind of disappoints me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know what, he has the weapons. But for whatever reason, he's, he he never he doesn't he's not going to kill you. I believe I feel like he's a fine start, and game script's going to matter. But I can't just go full green because Big Ben has the ability to disappear sometimes. So I'll go yellow light. If you got to start him, you got to start him. But I'm not going to go. I'm not over the moon for him. I don't think he's going to suck either. But mm-hmm. I think yellow light is a fair for him. 
All right. All right. Yo, thank you so much, man. You've been amazing. Look, as advertised, you bring it. I thought it. I knew it. You did it. All right. You <laughs> brought it today. I appreciate it so much, man. Go do me a favor. There's people out there who's going to catch this a little bit late, right? Maybe they just caught the last bit of it. They need to know your information again, where they can follow you and what they can find you on, right? All your great information, all your great success. Where can they follow your story and find you? Of course, man. Y'all can find me on Twitter at T King Mode. And again, I tweet a lot. So you're going to see some content from me. I'm also a writer for Ball Blast Football. I'm right now mainly doing dynasty content. So I normally do like player highlights. I'll dive into a player and then I'll talk about him. So most recent ones I've done are Cam Newton. I talked about his dynasty Mm -hmm. value. I've talked about Robbie Anderson. I've also dove into Miles Gaskins. So y'all can check my workout on Ball Blast Football, as well as I'm one of the co-hosts of Fantasy Football Confidential. So if you guys heard of Dynasty Theory with John Bauer, Mitch Sorensen, and Dan, they so Bauer and Mitch, I do a show with them. So that's that, that was the main show. And then we decided to do a show together. And we also, Linda G, she's on it. So it's the four of us. We are on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We talk about everything, dynasty, redraft, all that. But we also get into, you know, deeper issues sometimes. We talk about race. We talk about women in sports. It really just depends. If there's something that is, you know, we can bring up, we're going to bring it. We don't really shy away from too much. And it's probably rated PG-13 between – it's not – it doesn't get R too much. You know, it's some adult language, but we have a good time, man. We just – we drink, we talk. It, it's a, I feel like it's a good show for everybody. We're really entertaining. We're wild. We're crazy. And again, Wednesdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we stream the Periscope and YouTube. Yo, um, y'all have great chemistry. And that's, that's the vibe that I'm seeing. And, and, the go, and the back and forth that y'all have, it's, it's fun, right? It's entertaining for the people <laughs> yeah. who follow y'all. Um, mm-hmm. So shout out to you and shout out to your crew, man. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Look, man, I know your, your schedule is busy. I know people are hitting you up. You know, I got to do, you know, compete with the yahoos of the world, man. But um, I'm here. <laughs> I'm thankful um, that you decided to spend some time with us um, and give us some fantasy football advice. We truly, truly appreciate you. Nah, man, again, thank you so much for inviting me on. It's been a blast, man, getting to know you, man. It's been dope. I'm glad I got to do the show with you. Hopefully we can collapse in the future, man. I had a great time. Absolutely. All right, y'all, look, listen to this advice, y'all. Please, if you want to bring this championship home, listen to this advice. We dropped dimes today, and you need this advice. I'm just giving it to you because I know you need it. Stop sucking that fantasy football. Be a champion. You can do it today. I love you. God bless you. We out. What is good, everybody? This is Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints. You are listening to MTMV Sports. My team, my voice, your team, their voice. They got you covered every day, every time that you need it. Keep it locked.